0: welcome back to a new episode of howard stern Stern. news News and and the comment comment upon the news news. yes sir blue jay the bluest of the jays the comment
1: upon the news i i uh uh, you know i'm not gonna invoke him once again but i have watched white house plumbers (laughs) and um yeah Mr. Liddy. Mr. Liddy. Anyways, so yes.
0: Howard, Howard. here live live back in the home studio for how long? Who knows? Yeah. So you know, you want to get this out of the way. You
1: think sure. he's going to be on next week?
0: No, I uh, I look back. I did some research using our friend uh, Mark's friggin' uh, his great. Uh, catalog online to look at last year around this time, he took two weeks off for Memorial day. So that might be next week as part of two weeks before that. I don't, I mean, if you had two weeks, that takes you through Memorial day, doesn't it? it, Okay. So 22nd, 29th, and then that would be the next. So
1: yeah. Okay. So yeah, it would be, the 15th, and the, no, that, that no, that no, this would be
0: his last week, yeah.
1: So, you think
0: he's on this week, yes. and then he's done. And uh, no, uh, looking at it, and I was surprised and shocked to see this. He was the, the summer, uh, hiatus as it was referred to on Mark's uh, friggin', lasted from July 4th until September 12th. That was. that was way too long yeah that's interesting looking through that
1: when Blue Jay and the Commodore were getting pissed chomping at the bit (laughs) yeah (laughs) there was definitely
0: some anger yes there was we'll see what happens this summer well you know I'm just saying uh, Howard Howard is a man of habit and uh, you know that may be the, the case again this year. Well, we'll see. And yeah, we'll um, see. and we'll see
1: whether the show whether our show yes. is uh on somewhat of a hiatus as well. They might but, have
0: to take a hiatus, yeah.
1: Yeah, but um,
0: happening. Yeah, so uh what are your thoughts for this week? Well, I um I kind of wrote down I, I took uh some time last evening and tried to synthesize some themes that I noticed oh. one. Yes. One is the, the theme of how are dealing with the privilege of who he is and the privilege of others and how this privilege interacts within the world. He interacts and how much he's willing to give of this privilege and, and to, Corrected and how much he wants to keep this privilege. Wow. Okay.
1: so uh, is this in uh, reference to Ronnie's wedding?
0: Yes, but it starts with the king's coronation. And that was the first thing on Monday that he talked about.
1: That I the I love vagina Camilla is hilarious. That it's that's, <laughs> good. Good pull, Baba. <laughs> yeah. Good pull, Baba. The buoy. buoy did a good job. Yes, that was did good. good. <laughs> I love vagina Camilla. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the king's coronation,
0: and yeah, and his really his vitriol as far as this societal type of privilege, it really irks him. I mean, even goes to him talking about his uh, relationship with tennis. Talked about that a little bit.
1: Ah, Yeah, that's right. And and no reference to U.S. open source. All right. <laughs> so, you know, for for uh, those listeners who may not be aware of that Howard Stern history, there was a couple of sporting events that Howard would uh, take place or, or take part in. Um, one was this U.S. open source thing. And then what was the one? I forget what it was called, but he he played basketball against Niels Lofgren. <laughs> do you remember this?
0: <laughs> I <laughs> he, vaguely do. They, they yeah.
1: played full court uh, basketball. Niels Lofgren is like five foot two or something. And. Howard is six foot five. Right. And um Niels Lofgren just mopped the floor with Howard.
0: Well Howard, yeah. Well, Howard also says that basketball, but he did say that he was a decent tennis player, but he thought that the privilege of that sport. He he remarked on that. He also yes. The other privilege part that we we could talk about a little bit more detail as far as uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah. OK, and I just yeah. want to say it. Kate Bush deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How he doesn't know anything about Kate Bush. And that's his right. loss. At some point, he may discover Kate Bush's work and uh, magical, by the way. And he may change his mind. Uh, but, uh, you know. I don't know. They, like, his He doesn't know what he's talking about in terms of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm just going to say that.
0: Well, I mean, that was that was that that was uh, pr- he. There's a there's a privilege thing with that as far as what he's privileged to as far as he feels. And people are trying to say that he's entitled to a position within that that organization. He feels some somewhat of an authority. He's now taking part in the vote his first time around and and the spinners not, you know, making it and not Soundgarden, leaving a very entitled uh, distaste in his mouth. Yeah, well. I, I mean, there's a, there was a lot of entitlement with what he thought, like Boston, REO Speedwagon, all of these flash in the pan, like glam, I mean, just music. Even he talked about Foreigner making him wanting to jump out of a fucking window, you know? Yeah, well, you know.
1: Yeah. You and I both um, grew up at a time where there was this thing called classic rock radio. Right. And Howard is sort of he was essentially almost on classic rock radio. New England's Home of the Rock and all that stuff. And and he saw the twilight of that. um, It's true. and, And um so that kind of those bands that you mentioned, like even talking about Bad Company and right, Mario Speedwagon, and you know, Thirty Days in the Hole, and uh, Peter yeah. Frampton, Peter like, Frampton, yes, yeah. I mean, he is he is coming out of that, like you know, what what that what that um, AOR radio um, or a classic rock radio did. For our culture or for the history of rock, is it basically canonized a certain era and certain bands, right? Sure. And you know, classic rock radio couldn't just play the Who and Zeppelin and the Beatles and all yes. that stuff, so they had to play the Fog Hats and the Molly yeah. Hatchets and sure. Edgar Winters and Ario Speed Waggons. Um, True. And so, you know. That's that's what Howard's reacting to in his big Jethro Tull thing. Um, you know, that was, again, another band that got canonized um, through the classic rock radio thing. Um, and that's uh, that's Howard's take on it. And then basically, I mean, if you follow that through in terms of after he was on classic rock radio, he was on K rock, which was playing <laughs> stuff like Soundgarden, yes. stone temple pilots, uh, <laughs> you know, those kinds of bands that he keeps mentioning. Right. So that's Howard's world, but he, you know, Howard also loves Ed Sheeran and um, Carrie Underwood, you know? So does Howard know what he's talking about? No,
0: not really. Well, not. that's what but but the thing is, is that the people around him and his own concept of the privilege that he has to comment upon these things is pretty pronounced and took up a lot of this week, which led to a good thing where he realized in his when he was trying to do his Broadway Bill post uh, about how pissed uh, Pete Townsend must be. That he had all these great songs and especially a lot of intros that were just talked all over by, you know, blubbering DJs like himself. And the thing that I thought was interesting was that I was listening to uh, Howard 101 at some point, and he was talking about the 50th anniversary of the song Ohio. This was back in 2020. Uh, and while, uh, the song was playing, he was talking over it.
1: So it's just,
0: I mean, it, you know, I mean, and that's just classic Howard. Like he's just, and I mean, here he's explaining the etymology of the song. How's it, you know, uh, came about and all the various, and the, and the music and, and all the people involved with it. And Graham Nash played it in studio and he's talking over it. So anyway, I mean, that's his job. He's the DJs. That's what DJs do. They talk over music, you know? That, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and that leads me to the other privilege point, which is the fact that the explosion, the absolute nonsense that occurred in Miami is a consequence of his privilege that he could have a studio from his home environment and lock out this world of misfit toys for three years and expect when he brings them back together, they're going to play nice. Whereas the, the entire time and you and when you listen to the show, all those times together, he was always having to manage and bring them in and, and break things down and, and talk people off the ledge. And that has not been happening for three years. So you put them together and ba-ba-boom. Have have. yes, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean,
1: there was going to be some sort of explosion, we could sort of sense that you could see. Um, Ronnie was just getting fed up, right? Um, but I have to say, my perspective is that it's all entirely this Mike Perlman guy's
0: fault. Yeah, no, I, I I mean, to talk about the, the situations, whatever, but I'm just saying. Howard needs, and I think he recognized this, and that's where the one part where I think he's he's putting his privilege in check is the fact that he sensed when he was with those guys down in Miami how much they were feeding off of him and how much he fed off of them as far as energy and how the level of the show was just at a different place, a place that is so different than what we've been experiencing for the past three years that um, it just really, I think, I mean, it broke through to him. I think he understands that he's got to get back in there. He's got to be with these guys. He has to leave this, you know, world in which he has created to, to help out just every, all of our lives in a way. I mean, for those who want to listen to it, to really be back and to connect to this wonderful institution known as the Howard Stern show. Yeah. Well,
1: he did say something like that this week, right? He said yeah. um, he wouldn't mind going back into the studio for specific interviews and to be, be there in person um, a couple of days a week. He yeah, said, Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I- uh, that could be happening maybe in, September when he comes back right. on the air. And I, yeah, I'm not looking for any miracles. I mean, maybe a trip to L.A. might happen.
1: Oh, yeah. And, that, and he talked about that. Yeah, because yeah. he wants to go
0: see his daughter. And, and uh... Sal wants to have birds eat bread out of his ass. And he feels that Los Angeles would be a better venue for that. Yeah. he is. He, we, we're going to have to have a governally alley. We're going to have to have a little talk about Sally. Oh well, well one I mean not right now I really okay. want to talk about Sally right now you're talking about I think there's other things that are let, that are on the table okay
1: well let's let, what are the other things on the table
0: i I think a quick thing about Jerry Springer also his passing and and uh I really there's a lot of parallels and and mortality thing that in and the in his voice and talking about Jerry and how you know they're 10 years apart where they're 10 you know uh, and um i just I, I think it really affected him and you could hear it and um i think uh he didn't well, i don't think he was prepared for how it was affecting him uh, yeah
1: i i i mean i was surprised that it was discussed as long as it was that there were these clips played i was surprised um mm-hmm. um yeah and i think it is that uh that Howard sees a foil in, uh, in Jerry Springer, right? Yeah, and um, I don't really know if there's much more to it. I was never a, a Springer fan. No,
0: I'm no yeah. neither, but I, as far as the way that Springer was optimizing a audience or or basically the way in which he went about being a a host of a television show and optimized it and stuck with it. I think there's a lot of admiration that Howard has for that type of uh, person that uh, sticks with something, sees it through to its end, doesn't leave before it's time to leave. You know, I I think a lot of these things are guiding to him. Uh, I don't ever, I don't know what's going to happen the day the mic went dry, you know, as far as when when Howard decides to finally walk away, I hope that's way off in the future. But I think that times when someone like Jerry Springer kind of goes pretty suddenly, it wasn't really well known. And I just think that when he gets to talking about it and understands the frequent times that they did communicate on air and probably off air too, um about various projects or what have you that um yeah i think uh i think you could you could really you could see it in the way that he was going through that um then compare that to his just um anti-gordon lightfoot (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. And then you get Fred to come in and, and oh, yeah. say his like, oh, well, this song was recorded in one take and they just had extra time. And and then Bowie's talking about, uh, well, it's, you know, how he wrote that song was he just read an article in the paper and the lyrics are kind of just him reading this article out. Like, well, <laughs>
0: not really, but anyway. yeah, that's Bowie. Yeah. Uh yeah, it was a Newsweek article and yes, it, it did, but there's anyway, I, I'm a big fan of that song. I like uh the Edmund Fitzgerald. I I, I mean it's it's just whatever. I mean, I know it's I not, mean it's I've never I
1: I know people are like, Oh yeah, Gordon Lightfoot's dead. I mean, honestly, it never really was on my radar. I mean, of course I know those songs, but uh yeah, no nah, not uh not my not my bag.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a group of individuals that I had chance to hang out with for a couple months, a couple years. That was like uh, the song that would uh, always be requested to be played. And cool. uh, the way some of them related to that song, it drew me in. And, um, you know, that that made an impact. So, yeah, it was a little bit more. So anyway, but I mean, that's music in general. And I think that. That happens to Howard and certain things. I was a little disturbed about the way that Robin said, especially because, I mean, Kate Bush to me is like feminine rock energy, man. I mean, I think she's like a part of the uh, somebody who crafted it and used it in a way that that uh, initially was trying to be exploited by uh, especially I mean, she was she was like Madonna times 20 in England when she first broke out when she was like 19 and the, and she had to like break. I mean, and she rode that and, and was, a, there was, there was a Prince time in, in her life where the, the, she wouldn't record certain things for a studio. I mean, I I don't know the, but the thing is, is that she's a true rock artist in my set, in, in my, my feeling. Absolutely. And, yeah. And I think that, yeah, sure. She got a lot of uh, probably votes from people who rediscovered that through watching Stranger Stranger Things. But that doesn't that the song itself. I mean, you know, and uh, that that song, this woman's work. Oh my goodness! I mean, that's been covered so many different times, and that has influenced so many artists. Uh, anyway, uh, it's uh,
1: yeah. You you don't need to. You're preaching to the I choir, brody. Uh, I mean, but uh, but, you know, it's
0: just another example
1: of one of these things sometimes where Howard and Robin and the people on the show just. Yeah, it's they're just ignorant and um, they. And yet, you know, it's and to me, you know, it's funny that you're bringing it up and talking about Howard, because to me, the person in the studio who does that the most talking about
0: subject matters they don't know and saying stupid shit is Robin. Well, Well, did you, I mean, did you catch what she said this week? I had written it down that uh, it is, she said, it's now official. Uh, I am the best person or something like that. What, what was, I I actually have it. Nobody is better than me. That was what right after the Prince Harry audio book debacle. She said, well, you know, nobody is better than me. What? What was that in reference to? I don't know. It, 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 because she was being criticized, she was criticizing someone, and Fred was saying something like, Well, you know, this or that. And she said, Well, you should know. And this is me being, or and she almost was like, This is on record right now. Nobody is better than me. And the way she said that, I listened to it a couple of times. I'm like, Wow, yeah, that's why yeah. she's number one on the narcissism, year, right? She there. certainly is. Number yes. uno. Yes, My other comment about her this week is, and this is for anyone who ever has her ear, to let her know this. Unsolicited advice is also known as criticism.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, you'd be so lucky to have a little unsolicited advice from Robin.
0: Yeah. Oh, I've had such... Such uh, wonderful words bestowed upon me. Uh, so the the whole thing is, is like, you know, I, and I don't know if the Tom Arnold um, impersonation was as a contrary, as, as a as a foiler and a, an opposite to Robin, you know, like or like an embodiment of Robin's spewing of you all have alcohol problems. You're 53 <laughs> yeah. years old.
1: Yeah, should drink that way. Well, you know, actually, speaking of all of that, that they just kind of let it fly a little bit. That they freaking had
0: bodyguards. Yeah. They had
1: security
0: to keep the fans away. That was funny when Wolfie said they were <laughs> prepared for all external threats. They were not prepared for internal. Like f- so who's
1: hiring these bodyguards serious serious XM is doing that
0: so that they can go out and because, you know, they, what do they know? I mean, first of all, everyone in Miami, they, they're, they're not listening. I'm sorry. I mean, like Howard said, wise, I mean, I've lived in Miami everybody's just worried about them. I mean, you know, the the star culture, except for if, if you're a certain, I mean, uh, you know, certain like ridiculous stars, of course, you're going to run into trouble. But in general, people are not it's a very, you know, New York. I mean, just like in New York, it's not like people get all fired. Well, maybe in New York, if Ronnie had his bachelor party, then they would have needed the uh, the guards, but not in Miami. No way.
1: Yeah, not, it's just just there were a lot of weird things about the party other than the stuff that they sh- talked about, because I was trying to understand like w- they were on the beach, but they were in a bar. And then yep. there was, and then like somebody left and, or like, like Wilding couldn't get served or something. They got well, cut yeah, off.
0: They, Cause a drink was thrown. Yeah. Oh, because of Ronnie yes. tossing his
1: drink on Pearlman. They all got. um uh, 86. Yeah. yeah. They got cut off. But yes. okay. So let's say you and I are at a bar somewhere sure. and I don't know, we have an argument or something and we get, Cut off. Yep. We wouldn't
0: stay there. No, you're right. They they stayed there. Okay, because they. I mean, the, this is the whole thing is that they were. Okay the the drinking was just fire. I mean, but first of all, get fucking Perlman out of there. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I when are you just gonna cut that fucker loose? Because I I do think. That if, if if he doesn't somehow get kind of massaged out of this uh, mix, I think a lot of people are like, this guy's a no-talent fuck, and he's getting way too much airtime. 100% agree. Yeah. Wilding said it. And then he, he was trying to, well, I think he's right Because they're also intimidated by the guy. He's, you know, I'm sorry, he's a meathead, you know, whatever. And 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 those guys are not, I mean, and you know, they they don't they want they want to have like a cool friend like uh Pearlman, I guess. Or I don't know. I mean Okay.
1: So what is Pearlman's
0: job on the he's show? He's a producer. He's a producer? Yeah. Uh, he's he was ta- I I was revisiting some of Ronnie's uh temper tantrums on the show. Starting with when he was fired by uh JD, and uh, then it went into that. <laughs> it went that was with, great, it was, it really was, and then uh, it went into uh, Jason, uh, and he and the and the, the black and white cookie uh, debacle, uh, Ronnie the cookie cop, and uh, then. I watched once again for probably the third or fourth time to get to the bottom of the bagel bagel gate and in all three of those situations yeah in the first one whatever yeah the second one okay I mean Ronnie threw a trash can at at, at Jason and everything I mean he was he was really fired up because you know uh, Ronnie was thinking that Jason's trying to act like Howard and he he even called Howard when he walked in, he called him general custard and he was like, yes, general. And, uh, you know, he was doing this whole thing and he didn't, he wanted, uh, basically he's trying to tell Kaplan, like, listen, man, you're not my fucking boss. I mean, he said that to him and that was the whole thing. But of course, Howard, I mean, it's great radio. I mean, it's, it's funny as hell. Uh, but the thing with Perlman, that was like, That's the first time Perlman, because remember, even when they were trying to insinuate this week because there's something sexual between Ronnie and Perlman, because when he was hypnotized at that point in time, he's like, I mean, you heard him say, well, not everybody's going to know who I'm talking about. He's kind of in the background, the back scenes. But yeah, uh, Mike Perlman, you know, so that we're talking like that's 2019, you know. So he's a new, he was, he was basically making his bones at, at the, the right before um, COVID. And because of that and his Ronnie leaving off, but staying with, and, and uh, there, that whole, I mean, he, he knows that's his bread and butter to the mic is to antagonize or be with, um, with, with Ronnie. And I think, a lot of the 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 show people who have probably been been meetings with him, and even some of the ideas that he had, like the one thing that he wanted to do was work out on muscle. Ronnie's on a muscle beach. We, we've already, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you know, so stupid. He wants to take. I mean, the fact that he was pushing him on a swing that was funny. Like they were talking about that. I didn't watch. I mean, that would be like, I don't know, if he wanted to take Ronnie out like on a, a date, like and they were playing up that sexual thing and they're having a day together. Like talking about tough guy things or whatever. Now that would be that would be that would be a good thing, right? Sure, but but, but I don't think there's. I mean, I don't think uh, like Perlman can't like he can't create that kind of. I don't know. I I just just no. He he's he's.
1: I mean, he's terrible on the air. It's just yeah. I I I don't think there's anything compelling about him. I think when he slows the show down. Yeah, I don't. I mean. Look, Ronnie is radio gold. And, yes. you know, whatever Perlman does um th- that riles up, it's Ronnie that makes anything that Perlman does. Right. Or even valid in any way. Um, but yeah, I just the guy just seems like a complete moron. And um he just he, I mean, these things he's doing to rile up Ronnie, I could see why Ronnie's just getting pissed yes. off. He's the guy is just annoying. I mean, like, I'd rather have apples on there than than Perlman, you know?
0: Yeah, because at least the way that apples does it, like Ronnie tries to ignore it. But like Ronnie, he's like he's like he knows like how in like in that nobody's willing to stand up to Perlman there. Like they're allowing him or like, you know, like the guy should be gone. You know, he's just he's just not. He's I mean, maybe if he's in the background and he's good at, you know, uh, getting pre-interviews or what I don't know, whatever he fucking does in his producer. But like on air talent, that is not part of his fucking job. Or I mean, if it is, it is, you know, boring. I mean, it is it's it's fucking Jeff. I want to find out what his actual job is, what he's He's actually doing.
1: Well, what I does mean, he do? How many producers are on the show?
0: Well, I mean, he was when during the Bagel Gate, he was saying to to Ron, he "Was like, yeah, I was it was with Jason. I was getting some people to, to sign some. I uh, was bringing some guests and some non disclosures, and like, he he was talking about all these like you know just basic, low level producer responsibilities, I imagine. And the thing is, he's taken he he. I guarantee you the guy is no dummy in the sense that he wants, I mean, he's, he, he likes himself and he thinks that he's a hot shit and, you know, handsome and everything else. And maybe he is, but I mean, you know, he's, he's better off for like a Jersey shore reunion than, than, uh, you know, the Howard Stern show. Yeah, that's exactly. He, 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 and the, what, what were they, what what was her name? Uh, Oh, like, nice. anyway, or something. Snooky and 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 the angle or what what was it? I, like, I don't, know. I, don't I don't but anyway, like to me he he would be a great like like uh Joe Rogan uh fear factor host for uh the Jersey Shore uh reunion. Like maybe that's some place where he should be comfortable and and doing some more like on-air work. But like within this dynamic where you don't have that that like He's he he he's a he's a unicorn in there. He doesn't. How does he get along with? I mean, Chris Wilding wants to fuck his brains out, but I mean, you know, that's you know,
1: yeah. I I mean, let's get rid of the guy. Let's get yes. rid of the Joe Pesci impersonator oh. too. Oh. Um, and uh, those those are the two the two most annoying things for me right yeah. now with the show.
0: That's when I go to one hundred and one. Yeah. That and, of course, the, you know, Donald Trump thing, because, you know, I ah, won't that guy leave this zeitgeist. That's somebody like, you know, man, he needs to be sur- another person needs to be surgically removed from all of our consciousness. Like a great Mandela effect would be him just disappearing one day, like you're talking to somebody. Do you know this guy, Donald Trump, you know, uh, Trump? Uh, no, what are you talking about? I know of Eddie Trunk. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There you go. That's you gotta tell Eddie yes. Trump to Every, Eddie Trunk, yes. Eddie for president.
0: Yes. Whatever. Man. Ah, uh, But anyway, I know. It is what it is. So uh, the other thing, too, is that when I was listening to Howard 101, Ronnie told the five things that bother him the most in this world. There was this thing. Do you remember that when he said when he had this little thing when they asked him, no, what are the five let's, things? Let's let's review. Okay, number five, airplane lines like South, Southwest, when they call up a group and like he's group B and he goes up there and there's all these people hanging around and he doesn't know whether or not they're part of B or if they're in C or whatever. He says, you know, they need to they need to sit the fuck down and wait until their group is called. That was number five. Number four, homeless people on the street who come up to him and think that he's pretending to sleep in his car. <laughs> <laughs> Homeless people on the streets. Number three, pedestrians. People walking in the street. They're just walking across on their phones or whatever, not paying attention, doesn't like those. And then, of course, other drivers. Okay. That's number two. The number one thing that he said that he cannot stand, that people try to do is you have an idea? No. Break his balls. <laughs>
1: Well, there you go. That makes sense. Yeah, I
0: know. That's why I think it's uh, an interesting top five. Is <laughs> mm-hmm. the homeless thing who is like, yeah, this guy I was sitting I was sitting there and yeah, I did pretend I was asleep, but he came over he knocked on the window and he says to me, I know you're pretending to sleep because you don't want to give me any money. And he said, yeah, so what if I am? Get the fuck off of my car. <laughs> <laughs> Stop taking a shit on the back of my bumper. So
1: has has the wedding date? Has that been said? When the wedding is happening?
0: It's in the fall. Okay. I mean, that's I. I think it's. I mean, he doesn't want to say when the dick hole have dick hole tavern is open. <laughs>
1: dick hole
0: tavern. Or when and all Howard those tasty, was just- those tasty bits will be there, you know. And now for the comic stylings of. <laughs> Yeah, dick
1: Holt tavern,
0: dick Hull, hashtag dick Hull tavern. What to do in Vegas? Come on, it's Vegas. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know anything about it. You gotta gotta ask her. So, I have been
1: there, no. So, Jeez, he, what that whole thing with Howard and um not wanting to go, and right. then saying to Ronnie, We'll we'll talk. Uh, sure. I'm gonna talk to you personally, yeah, off the
0: air. And he's right.
1: like no, 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 no,
0: no. Yeah. Well, after watching, see, after watching a couple of those things I told you about, that's you know, that's classic Ronnie. Like he that's when he gets hot under the collar like that, uh it he he's he's just he's just really like and I think that Howard I mean and it's it's great to see A grown man acting that way, you know, just so sensitive, so like you know, such such a you know, just just really like not willing to admit that he's hurt, but yet like you know, get mad at the people for hurting him. But you know, it's just it's it's comic gold, man. It's I mean, it's great on the radio. It's it's fam. It's just like is is you know, you're like at some point, Ronnie is Ronnie's gonna understand. That you know Howard is his meal ticket, and that he should just calm down a little bit, and and then you know Howard eggs him on by saying how much five thousand Ronnie five thousand is, is that yeah. that be good five so, grand don't don't no, no, don't don't send me any no check just but the best thing is that that Ronnie did, and this whole time is because he knows that Howard's just trying to rile him up and get good radio. He's just like just send a card, just send a card, just don't you don't have to tell me send the card. That's it you know he's trying to say like look you're going to use this for so much like from now until July 4th this is this is going to be a yo-yo it's going to go back and forth and they're going to they're going to say we need some energy or let's get right i mean everybody's going to say yeah cuz people love love listening to ronnie and you know because you know a lot of us we went, when we can't get our seconds of ice cream or whatever we're like ronnie you know and we <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we, exactly. and we like to see this guy like <laughs> acting like the fucking you know baby like uh king baby that's inside of like that just so sort it's of be like oh not we fuck the dick you hole know, we just yes we, we yeah. this is dick hole tavern you son of a bitch you know what I mean? like I mean you could just hear it rimming on everything he says where he's just like fuck you fuck the world you know and you know that hell man that's that Pipes in a lot with me. There's a lot of fuck you, fuck the world that I have, I'm sure. Anyone, you know, he's he he is a rage lover. If he's the number one thing that he doesn't like is getting his balls busted, but yet that's what he's been doing for 35 years. And also drivers, like you can see, he wants to be pissed. Like he loves it. He gets, I mean, that's, that's his, that's his, uh, you know, raison d'être. Well,
1: you know, I have to say, listening to the debacle of Miami, I did feel bad for Ronnie.
0: Oh yeah, no, I do too.
1: I, did, I mean, he literally, like, when he was saying, uh, you know, I just want to go home now. All right. All I just, right. I'm just gonna leave. I mean, yep. if I felt bad for him, yep. Um And freaking blubbering mushmouth JD, freaking.
0: Crying for no reason. Well, uh, no, that's because his own life. His 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 whole. We don't know about his world, which is right. We
1: we don't think we well, yeah.
0: we ever will really. Well, but- we won't. But I mean, you know, he he wants to be also in that. He wants to use this. I mean, people are, were using these things because you know there's a misery that has that has basically been you know just has swallowed them up most of them because of their lack of Howard, like contact with him. Like they, this, like that, you know, this is, this was their reason. I mean, this is what, and now they haven't been around. They, they don't even know they're, they're so it, it's so uh, part of, 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 of who they are as people. I mean, even for myself, who just is for listening to the show, To hear the way that the show was going on during Miami. I was like, wow, what is, what is this? I was, it was, it was, you could just, there was a spark that hadn't been there and it was really fucking great. It was really great. And those are the people they're, they're in there. They were all together. They were like bunched in that one room. They were back together. The band was back, man. And then Three days later, they're going to have to disband. And also they're having this bachelor party for Ronnie. And Ronnie, who can't fucking stand Perlman, told him not to bring him down there. And there he is. It all was just like this powder keg that just boom.
1: What was Perlman's
0: line that made him throw the, the uh That is the way he was wearing the same fucking shirt. Oh, the same days. shirt for three days. That's right. And that's a mook fucking talk. That's just, you know, I mean, maybe that's not a good word. I don't know what that means. I mean, just, you know, but I mean, that's just, hey, man, why don't you change your shirt? Like, that's like, you know, why don't you go shine your shoes? You know, like, you know, why don't you find your shine box? Like, it's the same. It's the same type of fucking comment. And Ronnie knows what it means. Perlman knows what it means. And when you heard him say that on the tape, there was no kidding about it. And that's fucking Ronnie's party where he has a sash Sure, it became the, um, the karate kid thing. But I mean, it, this was right. That was hit. Pearlman was out of line. Now, should he get a drink thrown out of him? But what, that's funny. I mean, what? That's. but I mean, he shouldn't have been there in the first place. And Ronnie made that clear for weeks before this
1: agreed. Because yes. Because
0: he knows this guy's a poser. He knows this guy's a poser.
1: Yep. Yep. And uh, I think, you know, Ronnie clearly um, from things in the past doesn't doesn't like when these people kind of come out of the woodwork and try to gain some of this steel is sunshine in a certain way and um, or glom onto it. Well, yeah,
0: yeah. man, make their bones off of busting balls with him like, no, the king of all media busts his balls. Okay, Sal. Richard bust his balls. Fred, fine. Baba Bowie, he could take that or whatever. I mean, even, you know, never hear real Chris or Mehmet really bust his balls or and Jason, for the most part, even though Jason's kind of he, he doesn't mess with Ronnie after that trash can was thrown at him. But um, uh, this guy, this guy who's like the tough guy on the squad, like who's supposed, you know, took a bullet and all this other stuff. And and the way that he's trying to show up Ronnie and to make make him like he's a fraud or he's trying he's trying to put on an image or whatever Ronnie does what Ronnie does, whatever that means, however it comes about. There's no thought process. He's not cultivating any image. Ronnie Mund is Ronnie Mund. Mike Perlman, on the other hand, is a fucking like he is looking at every avenue because he's a talentless. Soulless individual. That I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going. No, through. no. And I, I, we, we. Okay, you and I. We're we, we we going too page. much. Yeah. yeah. We're. I mean, yeah. But I'm, my point is, is that he shouldn't have been there. Shouldn't have been there. No, he shouldn't have. I agree. I don't think he should be on the show at all. Well, yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. Gosh, boy, I get fired up about that. I mean, you know. I just, I just agree so much with uh, the way Ronnie has been and the way he's trying to give. He's trying to, he's trying to give Roman zero room. Like it's almost like when you're boxing. I mean, he's like, he's he's just keeping him in close. He's not letting him out to get any punches in. Man, he's just constantly. He's right there. Like, hey, you know, do you like basketball? What the fuck? What, what? What sports? What? What? I know you're a baseball guy. Get the fuck out of here. With you know, like, I mean, he doesn't even give give him any room. Yeah, because he's given him far too much room in the past, and it has not been good for him, and that's why he does that ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that Perlman, <laughs> his Perlman yeah. impression. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's yeah. all.
0: I mean, if one thing is true, Ronnie just just wants to see that guy sunsetted. You know, he just oh, wants yeah. he just wants him sunsetted. He doesn't oh. wish him any ill will, and you know whatever, but like him on the show, nah, because you know no
1: but he is going to the wedding. Uh we'll see. So what else is on your list there commodore?
0: Uh jeez. I tell you what this thematic kind of put it, putting together it's um, I mean I I thought the Ed Sheeran uh interview was re- I mean that was that was good. I mean I I, I enjoyed it. I'm not, yeah, I mean I, I, mean, I don't enjoy his music, in... but neither no, but, yeah, do yeah, I, but I, I
1: mean I... his whole his whole story and his yes. defense of you know what was going on with him. Yeah, I mean it was compelling, I guess. Yeah.
0: And and the other thing too is that I I was really the way that he put on or asked for that YouTube clip for that song Addicted or whatever that he did when he was 14, that was such shite. And he even said it. And he was and he and he tried to say, like, look. All I had was the will, and where I am now, for whatever talent I have, it was be and it, I mean, it's 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 work, you know. And he's just, I think he's putting out a good thing. Like he was one of these people who thought, like he said, I thought I, I you know, skip past the first part, the first 20 seconds, because I thought I was a guitar virtuoso, but like he stuck with it long enough to know that he wasn't, you know. And 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 I just like that attitude in anyone who 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 comes up in any type of. Where, where they come to that point where that, yeah, they got into it because they think they thought they were all that. And, and they, and through the process, figure out that they weren't and figure out how to become as much as they can be, you know, and they, and they, they do the things necessary. And I, I think it was nice. And Howard was also talking about his own rise and how bad of a DJ he was and et cetera, and how he kept working at it. And I just, I love those types of tales because I think that too many people think that certain things are gifts and yes, yeah, maybe certain proclivities, but anybody who's going to be exceptional or, or known for something is somebody who's going to put the time in and to think about their craft and to work on it and to analyze it. Take the lumps, take the failures, take them and know that, they, you know, and I yeah, just can't hear enough of that.
1: Howard's always talking about the Malcolm Gladwell thing, the 10,000 hours, right? Right. So, yeah. it's And he is one clearly who displays his work ethic and is very, very clear and proud about that. Um, As far as the quality of Ed Sheeran's music, uh, Uh, that's a whole
0: different thing. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, I, no, I don't. (laughs) No, but
1: I mean, definitely, you know, should definitely be beating out Kate Bush for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. (laughs) But uh,
0: anyway. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. Uh, That's ridiculous. So do you think
1: Pete er, Pete Townsend will be interviewed by Howard at some point? I mean, he basically was like, you know, I mean, because he said it a bunch of times. Again, he's brought it up and he's just like, man, I was just listening to that music and he said, Baba Bowie, you got to get me Pete Townsend um I need to talk to him I'm you know he was pissed that he hadn't spoken with Bowie um uh, or I never interviewed Bowie um I don't know I think that is one that is, um, one of the huge gets for him
0: he's you what, know the whole thing is and I mean I I might be talking in a school here for this but what I know uh Pete Townsend is that he's gotta he's gotta wanna do it. I mean, there's gotta be a reason for him to want to do it. He's not going to just do something because it's this guy who who really offended him too, uh, yeah. at one point. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially what was Correct me if I'm wrong. That had something to do with the with the computer files that 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 whole situation. Yeah. 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 Basically, he started
1: talking about that as Pete was coming on the air. And then yeah. He, Pete exactly. Was just like, yeah. I'm not Are gonna... you fucking kidding me? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and he... and Pete's girlfriend Rachel like reamed Howard out. Sure. And Roger stayed on the air. Yeah. And was just like Howard. That was just so stupid. What you did. Right. That was so dumb. And yeah. Roger, who's been on a bunch of times on Howard. Sure. Um, and uh, yeah, it it's it was just a stupid thing. Now the question is, is someone going to be able to
0: get through and explain to Pete? Um, what, what do you think? What do you think the odds are?
1: Uh, so... And we've talked about this before, is that Beth uh, is actually friendly with Pete and was oh, okay. friendly with Pete before they got together. Oh, before Howard right. and yeah. she got together because she dated Michael Cerveris for a long time, who was the guy who played Tommy on in the original Tommy on Broadway and was a pal of Pete's. Became a pal of Pete's. And uh, so um I wonder if there's some sort of back channeling that can. Happen. That would be
0: the only way it could happen.
1: And the other thing, though, that I'm fairly certain of is way back when. So when Pete was about to come on the air last time, it was on a satellite feed um, and from England oh. Pete used to live in Brooklyn. Uh, But I think for the last 20 or so years, he's been um, back living in London. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I could imagine. I don't know if he still keeps a home in Brooklyn or how often he comes. Um, But if he was to come to Brooklyn, then, yeah, he might go into the studio. I don't know that he's I think there was some new music coming out that he was putting out. Um, he's always seems to have some sort of project. So, I mean, yeah, the
0: promotion would be huge. Yeah. Pete. Well, the thing is, is that this past October, there was a hard rock cruise out of, uh, down here in Florida with the who on it that you could go on a two day cruise with the who, it was like $7,000, but I didn't have it at the time. But I was, <laughs> I would have loved to do that.
1: I don't know about you, but a cruise is just a whole, there's nothing about a cruise that sounds good to me. I don't, I've care never
0: been on one, on so I don't know.
1: I've never been on one either, but I just, it just is weird. And I don't know. You're like trapped on a boat with these people. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, two
0: days. I don't know. that. I would never do like a, 14 day or whatever nonsense,
1: but
0: yeah, I might do two days. Well, wow. so. so Pete,
1: yeah, I think it's clear. I mean, I was sort of surprised that you know Howard brought it up out of nowhere, so it might be happening at some point. Who knows?
0: So uh I was thinking about I didn't realize this because I'm not really that involved with going online and looking at Howard stuff, but you realize every week there's a super fan quiz. Do you know that? No. Yeah. Where, where is that? On the through the Howard Stern through the Dot site. Com?
1: Ah. Yeah.
0: Okay. And so. there, there are nine, there are nine questions. Oh boy. I got, I got six of them. So I got a six out of nine. And guess who my person was that told me that I did an okay job. Uh, so like there's that. a little caricature. Like and I went back and got a nine out of nine and it was high pitch Eric for some reason, but it should oh, be tan Bob. mom. No, sixty nine was Ronnie. Ah, six Ronnie, six out of, nine. Six nine, out nine. of nine. okay.
1: Okay, wait. Uh, so, are you going to give me the quiz or what?
0: Yeah, I was going to say. Do you want to? All right. Do yes. Try? Let's let's try. Let's see. Okay. <clears throat> Number one, talking about the the pee problem this week, the shy peeing.
1: Oh, okay. wait, this is all related to this week's show. Some of it is. Yeah. Oh, uh, Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know how good I'm going to do on this all right. one, but all right. okay. Uh, Just because you won't P get a nine out of let's, nine. All right. Let's see.
0: Okay. So in any event, Steve Nowicki came in the studio and said that he also had a problem because when he was younger, he went to this stadium and had trouble going to the bathroom. Was it Yankee Stadium, Veterans Stadium, Camden Yards? or Shea Stadium. Steve Newicki's Shy P Genesis. And I don't know where Newicki's from. Uh Shea Stadium I'm going to guess. V- well, you're in the right bur- you're in the right Yankee right Stadium. city wrong. Yeah, wrong borough. Yes, it was the Bronx. But anyway, I didn't okay. get that one right.
1: All when
0: right. Howard Okay, when Howard was on his last sh- uh show with David Letterman, not talking about the the interview that they had, but the actual Letterman show, Who was the second guest of that show? Was it Adam Sandler, Martin Short, Norm MacDonald, or Don Rickles? Mm. Rickles. Correct. One for two. I did not get that one. Okay. So, which, this one will be, this is a layup for you. You baby gorilla. I love that one. This one, this is a layup for you. Which Stern Show staffer informed Howard that he was married via voicemail? Will, Jason, Gary, or Fred? Fred. Yes. I was I, I, yeah, I, I, I did not know that, but I imagined that. I just yeah, yeah. You know. okay. So wait, I think I'm two for three now. You're two for three. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who Yeah, you're you're doing well.
1: Okay. I think you're going
0: to be tripped up on. Anyway, I think you're going to get seven out of nine. All right. What was the drink that Perlman got tossed at him from Ronnie? What what container was it? Oh, in? Was it in a oh, coconut? Was it in a it pineapple, a skull or a glass? It was in a pineapple. But for some reason, Roman referred to it as a coconut for the like the, the staff told like he he didn't know the difference between a pineapple and a coconut. <laughs> what a dummy. I know. Okay, dummy. 3 for 4. Ooh. Yes. COVID-19 struck the Stern show after this Jason Kaplan watched what band was it? Fish Spoon Systems of a Down or a fish. I know. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, we all know that. We, we we talked about that episode. Which Stern Show staffer had an etiquette person assigned to them or chose an etiquette person for their the etiquette intern
1: or whatever? That was Sal Governale. <laughs> yes. Which we never talked about, Sally. Which
0: we will yeah. give it after this. Uh, number. Eight. Why don't? Oh, this is okay. Uh, number seven, Wolfie is a bird lover. This is the one you're gonna get wrong. Uh, he's a bird lover. Okay, you know that.
1: Uh, I remember something. Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: familiar. out of these four birds, which one is he very like? He he he's he's angry about, or he doesn't want in his birdhouses. Is it a blue jay? Is it a Oh, come on. I can't read this. Uh (laughs) It's some type of sparrow. Oh, my gosh. You're right. It's a house sparrow. I'll give that ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Wow. You're going to nail eight out of nine Uh of these. Well, that's okay. There's two more. Which Stern show personality appeared on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Robin. (laughs) Bam. Nailed it.
1: Yeah.
0: And the last one. Unlike Gary, who successfully threw a pitch to Jimmy Kimmel on his late night show? Was it Howard Stern? Robin Quivers, Fred Norris, or high-pitch Eric?
1: Ooh. wow, that's a tough one. I'm going to say Robin. And you would be correct. Eight out of nine.
0: nine. Yeah. Nice. All right. I guess I'm a super fan. Yes. Yeah, the, the one that you didn't get right was, I mean, who would I mean you don't really have to be a stern super fan to be listening with Tuchis' uh lead guitarist is up to and their peace shyness.
1: Uh, old Tuchus.
0: Tuchus. So yeah, what, what 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 was your takeaway this week about Sal?
1: Takeaway? Hmm. I, I, I... I don't know that there's a takeaway. I don't know that there was anything really surprising, but it's, I mean, okay. I'll say this. How is this guy still married and still uh, in, in, uh, I mean, the
0: wilding at, thing freaked at, me out a little bit.
1: How old are his children now? Sarah's so kids. Are they adults?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they're just recently out of high school. He's 53. So, and he was married young. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And probably had kids when he was like uh twenty two. So he probably has a thirty year old, a twenty something, and another like a younger twenty I think he has three kids.
1: His boys. He's always like, those boys. When he was remember when he thought that Howard was leaving the air and he was crying, oh. they did that prank and I'm just thinking about those boys.
0: Yes, of and course. They're
1: gonna have to deal with their dad not having the job.
0: Well, that's the truth. He's, you know, I don't know. I just I just thought the whole wilding thing with, uh, you know, he's kissing him and popping him on the lap. And yeah. And uh, and then Ronnie said that there's something similar happened with gay rich. Well, that uh, was
1: that was yeah. Fred's bachelor party where where Fred ended up going to the hospital. (laughs) Yeah. Cracking his skull. Woo. Yeah.
0: That's where Bobby Bowie came in handy. He was he was the uh, maestro of that rescue. Yeah, but that's interesting. He was at that, but he and he he and Jason said that the what happened in Miami was the most tense and worst thing that he's ever experienced on the Stern Show.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you you heard those comments. It's just like. <laughs> Uh, this dysfunctional bunch is just getting dark, man. You know, it's like, well, I, and, I think and it's, and from it's the mortality thing. Yeah. Okay. And it's just like the privilege thing, the ball breaking um, it to a certain extent. Um, it works on a stops, daily basis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, but in, in their reality there, yeah. it's, just, it, 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 it's not fun. No, it's not fun. It's not funny. No. And you could take that back to Howard.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I mean, it's almost like they've been off of that drug three years and they, they come back and they have the same amount, if not even more than they had, and, and, and how it affects them. Like, I feel like Tom Arnold's going to come in and interrupt yes. us any second though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, which was whoever came up that that was the worst impersonation when he said that, yeah, one minute you're drinking a mojito, the next thing you're down in the basement sno- uh, snorting a Matterhorn worth of cocaine and watching a woman s- suck a green card out of a donkey's dick. Like, come on, that's, that was wow, okay. not right.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I, I mean, I heard that like the first time I was like, what was, that? I just kind of, but when I heard it again, I'm like,
1: mm, uh, yeah, somebody should,
0: there should be an apology about that one. That's. This is Sal (laughs)
1: Governelli.
0: I understand green cards and I understand donkey dicks, but.
1: (laughs) Uh, Uh,
0: Oh, yeah. By the way, fuck Bobo. Yeah, yeah, fuck Bobo. Yeah, it's done. What's done? You want to have a question? You want to do a question?
1: Oh, you know, oh, oh, you're saying our our Bobo bit is done? Fuck Bobo? I don't know. I don't know. You know what? Let's, let's, uh, uh, you know. uh, You go
0: first this week. That was.
1: uh, uh, Okay. uh, Okay. Howard, uh, with this week's uh, uh, shows in Miami, uh, in beautiful Florida uh we saw the the antics and the depression of all of the staff members that were there, including Bonnie uh, Limo driver and uh, salgovernale Governor, uh, JD, Quine and Mike Pullman, and if we, uh w- would you have the uh the staff members meet again or uh, together in in Florida or would you have them uh go uh to Mexico and get a green card from a donkey dick? Your thoughts? <laughs> So, for those of you listening, uh, Commodore Ed was just trying not to look oh, at me geez, while man. I was doing this, just trying to keep keep a straight face.
0: See, I I hate it because I mean, I just I love uh, you. The you you channel the Steve from Florida like no no other, and uh,
1: yeah, I'm, it's totally method, man. I well, mean, it I, is. I, I, I,
0: you, you get, I mean, first of all, you should see the the, the way the lips go. The way that, I mean, he just, you know,
1: I mean, you just, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, the lips, I mean, sometimes, you go, just, I know, oh. sometimes
0: in the mouth, they're just shaking oh, oh, and like, oh, 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 it's, just, oh yeah. it's just, it is, uh, it is. It is. Uh, what was Lee uh, Lee Steinberg, the the head of the actor Studio? There he you would, go. Yeah, he yes. would. He would, he would, he would. He would find
1: the the Stanislavski method.
0: Jeez, oh, <laughs> an actor prepares. That is preparation. Someday we hope to have this uh, live on YouTube to see the the video of it because that that is uh, that is special.
1: You've got your bubble question.
0: I do have my bubble question, Howard. Uh, I'm very concerned about the fellas. They seem to be at each other's throats for many reasons. Mostly, I think, because they miss being in your presence. If you do go back to the studio would you contemplate trying to get Ronnie to move back to New York? Your thoughts.
1: Well, wow. That almost was more of a Commodore question than a, uh, a Bobo. Well, I mean, I mean, you're really attributing a lot of insight and intelligence to Bobo. And I think well, that's, I mean, the, that's very kind of you, Commodore. I think, you know, I guess you've been in Florida long enough now that it's you true. and Steve are... Pals and uh, and your closeness with Patricia, and now you're you're, who knows, which
0: which um, and also it was nice last week, um, that and I sent you that that uh, Chris Wilding was talking about um, something and uh, now it's ridiculous. You made a
1: comment, and I made a
0: comment and he liked it, yeah, about yeah which is nice. And then of course I commented on Patricia's and got a like and a retweet. Love you, darling. You are the best, even though you've never listened to me or know anything about me, but you are the best in closing going out here. Uh, Is it true that uh, BuzzFeed is coming to an end? There's no they're no longer BuzzFeed. Isn't that uh, are they done anyway? I'm I'm not familiar. I don't know. It's
1: possible. Are they part of Vice? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Vice is going under.
0: Okay. so and also uh, Yahoo News picked this up, too. But supposedly a one and a half minute TikTok is, I guess, has a, a million plus likes, million point two likes of snippets where Howard has had women guests on the past and uh said things. Have you seen this?
1: No. Yeah. What do you mean? Where where he's it's like trying to show Howard as an asshole? Yes,
0: as as a misogynistic uh you know, uh very uh negative towards female a, a me too type of uh TikTok. Oh. Yes. Wow, I'm surprised it hasn't happened sooner. Well, I know, but uh-huh. now it's it's for whatever reason, maybe because people, the people who follow Ed Sheeran were then looking for things about Howard Stern. Maybe they, they uncovered this TikTok that had been put up by somebody. But I guess, I mean, two news reports talked about it. And I gather that, um, yeah, I mean, it, it seems to have, it, it just happened a day ago or whatever. So to me, that's why I think a lot of people were tuned in or listened about Ed. I mean, the uh, Ed Sheeran, and then went to TikTok and put his name in there, and and this kind of trended with them. So wow. Well, I mean, that's my analysis. I don't okay, know. Okay, right.
1: I'd I'd like to see it. You should send me a link. Um, yeah, I, I haven't looked at
0: it. I mean, okay. but there, no, it's broken down. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: curious. I'd like to see what it what what it's put together. I mean, I uh, there's not going to be anything surprising to me no. on there. Um, but uh, yeah, I what think is- I, yeah. I honestly, I think that Howard is. I mean, to a certain extent, I'm sure a Howard would want to acknowledge it and talk about it openly, and I think he could, but he won't because it's that would just make it more of a story. Sure. It's not a it's not a story yet. Yeah.
0: It comes out on a Friday or Thursday. It'll be. Yeah. It's the end of the news cycle. I don't think necessarily unless something else happens. You know, this weekend or whatever, relating to another person of, you know, I don't know whatever. But uh, the thing that the one incident that they pulled out and that I saw, you know, written or what have you was about when he interviewed Lisa Marie Presley and asked her whether or not she was wearing any underwear and whether she looks at herself naked in the mirror or something to that degree. Those were the two things that they, that they were pulling out.
1: Uh, why? Because she's dead. Is that, I guess so. The, I mean, I know. the Howard asked about, <laughs> He's he at that era Howard was asking every woman about whether mm-hmm. or not they wear underwear oh, and yeah. uh you know all kinds of stuff. Right. And um, you know, Carmen Electra rode the freaking Sibian. Yes. You know, um the tickle chair.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, uh rest in peace.
1: Nothing nothing surprising, nothing um I mean, okay. What do you think would be like a really harmful clip? Like a a really, when I say harmful, a uh, something that would besmirch him the most. Maybe when he's talking to Anna Nicole Smith and he's like talking about her being fat or something or overweight. Um,
0: Well, the butterface contest, butterface.
1: I don't know. Okay, Uh, but I mean when you th- when I think back to miss Butterface, like they were all really complimentary about these women and saying how beautiful they were.
0: yeah, so just so you know it's a that it's a day ago um it says uh it's the number one thing uh when his name comes up from BuzzFeed Howard Stern backlash over disgusting resurfaced comments. I was about this and yeah, you said Anna Nicole Smith, she's there, Sophia Vergara and Courtney Love. Yeah, well you can Sophia Vergara, right. what did he I say? I
1: mean that that hasn't that couldn't have been that long ago. Well, it?
0: that's that's the other thing. I mean, like I said, when I looked at this before, I mean it's not whatever. I mean it just said Courtney Love. T-
1: like I remember her being on the show. She actually left the studio and she came back in and was like, "Oh, Howard, I wanted to show you my tits." You didn't even ask me. And right. she, like, reveals her tits. What does he say to Courtney Love? I mean, I... I
0: uh, yeah, see, there's something here with Mariah Carey also. And, I and don't... Then, she uh, was on the show. I don't think she yeah. ever came on the show. No, uh, she is. this TikTok that it's... Uh, yeah. So... Huh. You
1: know, and there's okay, Courtney yeah, send Love. it
0: to me. I'd like to take a look. All right, I, I will send it to... I mean, I just... It, it kind of you know it was just weird because it's just kind of like what what uh, you know why now or why you know and yeah
1: i mean shit uh, you're going to hate bizarre. me saying this but I, somebody needs to do that tiktok exact same thing with um trump on howard stern's show i mean that would oh, yeah. be yeah, that would be hilarious and um I, I don't know why nobody did but um Anyways, yeah, I'll take a look, man. And uh, somebody is trying to besmirch uh, Howard, huh?
0: Well, you know, the thing is, like, I I mean, did you hear what I said? I think that a lot of people who follow Ed Sheeran, you know, they're, they're on TikTok and all that bullshit. And this was probably up there from years ago. I you know I don't even know what the post was date, but this BuzzFeed
1: this- article though,
0: this picture of
1: Howard with his biting his, his lip. Howard's got to hate that picture, oh, oh yeah, so. of They they totally put this picture of. Howie. <laughs> I yep. just love I just love that he's like that picture is up there. They they put that picture there though, and yes, like Howard's they, gonna be like,
0: oh absolutely. They're, they're <laughs> rat bastards, yeah. I know
1: <laughs> they just fuck but they wouldn't
0: clickbait, man. But yeah, that's hilarious though. <laughs> and uh the other thing I wanted to mention too was that um now is extended from it's a thursday and a friday and this past thursday i listened to it and they had somebody ask who was baba or how did baba Bowie get his name i mean come on that and even baba Bowie said like this is the 18th time that i've had uh you know this is i mean thousands of times and um but thursday and friday and a hard look with uh, John Lieberman has moved to Sunday, so Sunday with Stern, Stern Sunday block with Hard Look. Ah, interesting. So on Sundays now.
1: So, well, we'll see uh, what what happens with uh, when Howie takes his break.
0: Yeah, we shall see. All right, thanks for listening. Later.
1: Thanks so much for listening. You can go to our link tree to find all of our social media links as well as donating to support us and clicking through to contact us via email. Our link tree is linktr.ee slash hsnews and comment. We'll see you next week.